How many kobolds does it take to change a light bulb? That's an honest question. My lair is very dark. <laughs> Welcome to Goofballs and Goblins. Hi folks! Welcome to the pilot episode of Goofballs and Goblins, a new actual play D&D podcast. Let's meet my players. Hi, my name's Ethan Bingaman. My pronouns are he, him, and you can find me at DoodleWaluigi on Twitter. Uh, my character's name is Craig Smith. Uh, their pronouns are he, him. Hi, I'm Finn. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me at CautionRat on Twitter. My character's name is Tawny Frogmouth, and she uses she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Theo. I use he, him pronouns. My character is Pygmalion. She uses she, her pronouns. You can find me at pettytheftpodcast.com or twompuzik on Twitter. I can't find my dice, and I'm very afraid <laughs> to ask where they've gone. My name is Rachel. My pronouns are she, her. You can find me at RachelLikesDnd on Twitter. D-N-D, the letter. Um... And I'm playing Harmony Sane, and her pronouns are also she, her. My name is Laura Beer, B as in boy, I-E-R. My pronouns are she, her. You can find me on Twitter at Laura underscore M underscore Beer. And I am playing Piper Orphanos. She also uses she, her pronouns. And I'm Jono. My pronouns are he, him. I'm the dungeon master. And without further ado, let's dive in. We come now to the continent of Ilios, where it is the 30th year post-Accord. Most of the last century has seen this land engaged in constant conflict, military or otherwise, culminating in what was simply called the Great War. It engulfed not only the three sovereign nations, the Empire of Tira, the Republic of Korvath, and the Kingdom of Beldir, but also every city-state, tribe, and unincorporated settlement in a frenzy to dominate the continent. After the tragedy known as the Battle of Raven's Hill, the leaders involved realized that an end needed to be brought to the struggle, and wrote up the Raven's Hill Accord, bringing peace to the land at last. Borders were firmly drawn and agreed upon, leaving plenty of space for those who were not affiliated with one of the three nations. Trade began to slowly start up again, promoting international relations and building trust. Reparations were made all around to help the process of healing and recovering for those directly affected, especially those in what had since been designated unincorporated territory. And that peace has continued for 30 years. However, a wound like this takes time to heal. For some individuals, no matter where they may live, there is an innate fear of war arising again, a distrust of others, a tension in the air. The war was over, but it was not forgotten. For others, the end of the war meant a return to normalcy, a simple life they may or may not have known before. There was music, dance, and merriment. In Tira, research and study flourished at state-sponsored academies and universities. In Korvath, the arts took off and culture boomed. In Beldir, huge strides were made in manufacturing, technology, and architecture. And those in unincorporated territory rebuilt, healed, and found their own successes. Those born into this world were born into a golden age, where absolutely anything is possible. Including, as one of you is about to learn, EDM. 
Harmony, would you like to describe yourself? Yes, I would love to. I am a Kalashtar, which if anybody is not super familiar with Kalashtar, because that's kind of new, they are basically just humans that are bonded with dream spirits. I am about 5'10". This is my first ever tall character. I have... Well, I look like an Instagram girl. Um, (laughs) I have, you know, blonde hair and blue eyes. I have what is hypothetically leather armor, but really looks more like, you know, when girls have a crop top and they, like, tie a knot in the front of it, and then, like, like big old pants, like, for Coachella. Harmony, your best friend and roommate, Karina, is leading you by the hand towards a building you've not seen in this side of downtown. Lights are flashing through the windows, and you can hear some sort of music through the walls. No, no, Harmony, I promise you, it sounds really weird, but... This is one of the coolest places I've ever been. No, I like it. No, it's great. It's, um, oh god, what's it called? The, the empty orchestra, the invisible orchestra. And they're doing this cool new thing where all of the bards, there's not actually instruments involved. Like, they're just using magic effects Mm -hmm. to make sounds and light happens as a byproduct. It's super cool. It's unlike anything you'll hear normally. That sounds awesome. She opens the door, and there is a sea of people, and light, and sound, and yeah, it's, it's weird. Certainly not the, the lute or, or, or panpipes that you are used to, but you kind of like it. It kind of makes you want to, like, get up and, and dance and move. And I will do so. <laughs> uh, Karina sees you start bopping along to music that is coming from no apparent source and she is immediately relieved. You can tell this is kind of like a a guilty pleasure place for her, especially given your particular love of the arts and culture. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't I like it? I don't know, it's just, it's... Look at the guy on stage. You see a halfling fellow in what appears to be kind of a, a stylized metal rodent head of some kind, maybe a gerbil or hamster, waving their arms, almost like a conductor, but every now and then a spark will fly out from a fingertip and explode into light as more sound comes out. It's... it's weird, but it kind of fits here. Okay, yeah, they're weird, but mostly because of the rodent head, not so much because of the music. Their name is Hamster. They are one of the best around at this. <laughs> Sorry, I need a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled like hamster, but with an umlaut over the A. That's not how the Is that not how an umlaut works? No. Chime in in the comments in if that's world. not how an umlaut works. This is a fantasy umlaut. <laughs> <laughs> Both dots are just a d20. <laughs> Is there like, uh, like a like a reason other than other than that their name is Hamster for the for the for the hamster head, or is that just a choice? No, I think that's just like a like a, a stage persona, just like a thing they do. It's bold. It's new. <laughs> it fits. Yeah. I wanna. Okay. So I have chosen a career a career for Harmony that is like 
very 21st century. Um, what is, like, my closest equivalent to a fantasy iPhone <laughs> so that I can do my job? <laughs> is she a fucking influencer? She's a promoter. <laughs> um, you could write out flyers. <laughs> I just hang flyers on the village bulletin about, about clubs. Um, honestly, yeah, you probably do. Great. So you'd find the right spot. Where you can see all of the things going on. Do like a little sketch of it in okay. a journal or something. Get ready. I will, yes, then draw a sketch for my flyer for my bulletin that I pass out on the streets to promote clubs. Nice. Because it's fantasy times. <laughs> oh, you know those times. Is there anything in particular that you are looking for for your job while you're here? I mean, I I make some notes about the music, and I'll probably order a couple different drinks so I can, like, review them. Um, but mostly I want to talk about the music because that seems like it's the main, the main attraction of this establishment. The music, as things begin to change over the course of the night, it's, it's peculiar. There are, there are ballads, and there are really high-energy songs. Um, and then there's some that you don't really understand, and you can't really qualify, but it's still fun. Um, and you have a pretty enjoyable time. And we'll come right back to you. Okay. It's called Scott, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Piper, would you like to describe yourself? Yes, I sure would. So, when you first see Piper, the first thing that really hits you is just how tall she is. She comes to six foot even, and she's not even rounding up, and she is quite slender. Uh, when you first see her, um, you also see her long, long, long blonde hair. It comes down to about mid to low back, and she has it pulled up into a half-fishtail braid, and you just see the tips of long ears poking out from the sides. She has very sharp features in general, including a long, sharp nose that comes to sort of a point at the very end, and she has deep, soft brown eyes. Piper, you are making your, what, weekly, bi-weekly expedition bi -weekly. into the nearest town? Mm -hmm, yeah. Nothing out of the ordinary. Your supplies are just running a little low, Sounds and good. you need to pick up a couple of things. Um, where are you? Do you just head to the general store? Yep, or? straight to the general store. I might stop and look and see if there's any new postings, if there's a board. Yeah. You walk into the general store, the, the same uh, blue dragonborn woman is behind the counter as always. I think her name is, is Marga Mor- there's an M sound and an R sound and a G sound somewhere in there. Uh, you're pretty sure of it. Okay, okay. As I walk in I go, hi moon, and I sort of trail off and I head towards the rations. Oh hi dear! Uh, back already, are ya? Yeah, I was pretty hungry this last week. Thought I'd stop in, want to be safe. Is there anything in particular I can get you while you're here? I know you're not here very often. Ah, uh, no, I know, I'm not. Um, I do have one question. Um, has there been any newcomers lately? Anyone that you haven't seen around? Not recently. It's been a pretty quiet couple of weeks. It rained a lot last week. Uh, that yes. was nice. Mm -hmm. I remember. The crops needed it. Yeah, crops uh. for sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, 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 no newcomers, no. Okay, then just the rations, I guess. Well, certainly. I'll throw a little extra kipper in there for you. I know how much you enjoy it. Oh, well, thank you. 
she bundles up several large packages full of dried foods and produce mm -hmm. and the, the general food things that you come in here for. On your way out, she does mention... Oh! You know, there was someone recently. Yes? Ah, uh, short, short little fellow. Maybe, maybe gnomish, maybe dwarven. Couldn't really get a good look, but is asking if he could hang up something on the, the, the bulletin board in the back. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll go, I'll go check that out. I just thought it might be worth your while. Let me know if it's anything good. I haven't really checked it out. I've been pretty busy, what, with, you know, the, the rain and the crops. Ah, yes. Those do take up a lot of time. They sure do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. And she turns sort of sharply in an odd way. She's not used to interacting with people. And walks straight to check out this new posting. Nice. We'll come back in a moment. Pygmalion, would you like to describe yourself? Yeah, I swear to God, <laughs> I had this written down before you said this. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Laura. She is seven feet tall. <laughs> well, I felt so good about my first tall character at 5'10". <laughs> yeah, she is uh, seven foot tall, just fucking stacked <laughs> woman. Um, she is half human. Um, shoulder length, Black wavy hair. I'm a little pale. I know that. I get outside a lot. I don't know. It's not turning any other colors, though. And I prefer to wear a couple of layers at a time. Usually, I'm very self-conscious. I usually wear, like, long sleeves, turtleneck, a couple of ascots, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> and I'm new in town. <laughs> Pygmalion, we find you at the Steep Cliff Women's Artist Colony. What do we find you doing? Well, I'm packing. <laughs> I do have swords, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I'm getting ready to head out, look for a new job. Colony's a little bit on the decline. I, uh, not, not a lot of a place for sort of military folk here anymore. Um, I've been here my whole life. I don't really know what else there is. So... I'll be better than here, though. <laughs> While you are kind of having one last look around the town as you head out, thinking about how you've spent your entire life here, everyone you've ever known has lived here, it has been your life. Uh, an older human lady kind of breaks into your reverie for a second. Oh, are you going somewhere, dear? Yeah, I, I figured it's about time I head out. You know, not much left here for me anymore. Oh, that's going to be a shame. We'll miss you so much. Oh, I'll be back, I'm sure, to visit. Well, maybe. who else is going to get all of the, the jars from up on top of my shelves? Oh, you're just saying that, Marjorie. You can handle it. <laughs> Perhaps, but, but what about my grandchildren? What, what happens when they strand themselves on the roof again? Maybe they shouldn't. <laughs> I try telling them all the time. Seems like the sort of thing that should only happen four or five times. You've met Justin. I have. He's, he's a good precocious. boy, though. Good, he's a good boy, though. 
I wish you the best of luck, Pygmalion. I know wherever you go, you're going to be a star. Well, thank you for that, Marty. Say, I wonder, do you have a destination in mind, or are you just out to see what you can see? Oh, I guess I'm just looking for whoever's hiring, really. You know, a young woman came by the other week. She gave this to me in case uh, anyone would be interested in it. I didn't really think much of it at the time, but maybe you would. Here, have a look. And she hands you a rolled-up poster. Okay, I unroll it <laughs> for and looking at. Uh, come back. Tawny, would you like to describe yourself? Hate to break the trend, Tawny is five foot. <laughs> <laughs> five foot two with horns. <laughs> Um, she's a tiefling. No, they grow out of the forehead. Can't take them off. Has tried. Um, she's got kind of longer, thick black hair, always tied back in a braid because it's really difficult to get the bits that are underneath the horns. She just wears really comfy clothes. She's a weaver by trade. She's very into the arts. I love her dearly. (laughs) So, Tony, when... The fantasy camera pans to you. Um, what are you occupied with? What are you doing at the moment? Working a little bit on some felting. Some, some needle felting. Some violent stabbing. Nice. <laughs> yeah. In your time in this profession, which has been a, a good deal, you're quite good at it, you found that nothing quite gets the anger out like felting, especially when... That one guy at the craft show always insists on paying 20% less than you ask. And that's really not acceptable because you're not charging enough anyway, given the amount of time you put into this. I digress. Okay. Um, So as you picture his dumb, stupid face, stab again and again and again. And you know what? It kind of looks nice. As you wrap up with this particular project. How do you wind down after a day of work? I'm probably going to go get a drink. <laughs> the nearest wherever. Yeah. Um, I travel a lot for the craft shows. I, I work the circuit a little bit, you know. I love it. The inn in town is named The Lost Unicorn. It is not a good name, but it is a good bar. The food is pretty good. Uh, the drinks are a little heavy when the bartender likes you, and it's not ever quite too loud. On your way over there, you take a look around, and I'm gonna have you roll me a perception check. Ooh, it's our first, first roll! roll. Oh, yes. First blood! <laughs> um, yeah, alright. It's the D20 boy oh, neat. Okay. with your perception modifier. That's the crunchy one. Oh, I love the crunchy one. The forbidden hard candy. Oh. <laughs> 20 <laughs> twice, roll some dice. An 8 plus 4, a 12. Okay. Um, yeah, you, on your way over to the bar, see a figure, a Goliath gentleman uh, in a long brown cloak who is trying very desperately to pin up a flyer to the local board. Um, and it seems for whatever reason he just can't quite get the nail in. Uh, excuse me. Um, 
Excuse me. It's not bad. I hate to ask, uh, but I, I left my mallet back at home, and I was wondering, do you, do you have any... Uh, could you help me get this onto the board? Oh, definitely. No problem. How high do you need it? Because I can't get that high. <laughs> <laughs> I Just normal height is fine. <laughs> I feel like between... Me, standing at seven and a half feet tall. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and you're what? Five, five, two with horns? Five, two with horns, five, yes. With horns. <laughs> Thank uh, you for noticing. <laughs> very insecure. <laughs> My spatial reasoning skills are off the chart. <laughs> we would probably about even out if you would just... Here, let me... I'll just hold it here. Is this a is this a comfortable height for you? Yeah, no problem, Chief. I got a lot of, lot of skills of stabbing. Uh, would, if, if you wouldn't mind, I'll just I'll hold it in place. Yeah, no worries. I'll try not to take your thumbs off. <laughs> in between the two of you, you do successfully affix this poster to the board. Fuck yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I... Could I buy you a drink to thank you? I would like that very much. I would be happy to. <laughs> And as he walks off in the direction of the lost unicorn, you can't help but take a second and read the poster that you helped put up. And we're going to go to Craig. <laughs> Craig, would you like to describe yourself? Yeah. So, I'm about 6'2". My, my beard has grown out not like wizard length or anything, but like, it's a good, it's a good beard. I'm about a 65-year-old human. <laughs> so it's like Doug Dynasty Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible, yes. Anyway. So, I have armor on. I, uh, I have a sort of tired expression on my face that never seems to go away. And that's about it. Gray hair. So on and so forth. Kind of an okay boomer looking... <laughs> Craig, you wake up as you pretty much always do in your little cabin. It is nice and quiet. There are a couple of birds chittering outside your window, general nature sounds occurring, but otherwise, it's just you. Room for whatever it is that you may wish to, to occupy the space with. Uh, well, I guess I'd better go out and find something to eat. You open your door, you have a look <laughs> around, make me a perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen, nice. Yeah, you see... There are a couple of options. Um, that apple tree not too far past where you have decided your backyard ends uh, seems finally to be about ripe enough where you could reasonably pick fruit. There are um, a couple of small critters around if you felt the need to go hunting. There are, there are options. I think I'm gonna go hunt. Cool, you do. You're able to grab something. And on your way back to your cabin, you notice a little note has been kind of uh, placed into the crack between your door and your door jam. Hmm. I grab the note. You unroll it, 
And you see the same thing everyone else does, including Harmony the next day while placing posters up around, around town uh, advertising the Invisible Orchestra. You are all reading a, an Applications Open poster advertising a, a social experiment of some sort looking for applicants from all over the continent to try and create something beautiful in the wake of the war. A place without national boundaries, free of national conflict. A utopia in the wilderness, so to speak. For one reason or another, you all take a look at this and decide, could be interesting. Might be because maybe it's been a little bit long since you've talked to a person and you feel that you would be benefited by this. Perhaps it's because you feel you have your own special skills that you could lend to this experiment. Perhaps it's because 50 gold a week is a lot, and uh, <laughs> money's a little tight right now. But for one reason or another, you all send in an application. And within the next couple of days, you each receive a letter that thanks you for your interest and invites you for the first round of interviews. Harmony, we're going to start with you. Hi! Um, you are met by a, a human woman with kind of uh, close-cropped brown hair. She sits opposite you um, in just sort of a, a general meeting space. Uh, your name was Harmony, yes? Yes. I'm Loran. Uh, I'm just realizing now that this is audio only yeah. and our nice handshake was not possible. That wasn't a nice <laughs> handshake. I can't, it's very hard to reach you from here. I'll read the handshake. The fantasy handshake. A high five. A high five. I'm Loran. Um, I've got a couple of questions for you. Okay. And through the miracle that is cinematic storytelling, each and every one of you is at a table at the moment with your own Loran. Oh, it's not cuts. the same person. I should clarify. Oh man, I wanted oh. them all to be Loran. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, if only. No, uh, you each are chatting with someone about this. And they have a couple questions. We're just going to go around and, and do this kind of popcorn style. Let's see how this goes. So what was it that interested you about the experiment? Uh, well, I'm from the wilderness, and I like the city, but I haven't been, you know, in the wild in a little bit, and it seemed like this this would be kind of a good medium in between the wild I'm from and the city I live in now. Well, you know, I was having a really good time in the woods, away from everyone, trying to make it on my own, but... It was always my eldest brother who did all the hunting, and you know, I'm just not so good at it. And normal town life doesn't interest me, but peace and something like a utopia, it sounds very appealing. For me, it seemed like a good chance to share my faith of Illmater and raise a new society that doesn't Maybe doesn't have a tyrannical ruler. 
I'm just getting a little tired of the craft circuit. I'm tired of traveling for money and underselling my art constantly. I'd rather go somewhere where I can produce and also help. Like, I'm I'm a weaver by trade. I know how to make blankets. Everybody need a good blanket. What interested me? Flyer. <laughs> <laughs> and so have you ever been placed in a, a leadership position before? Yeah, I guess you could say that. I was pretty much all of law enforcement in my home place. So, kind of by default, I guess that makes me leader. I guess you could say I'm a leader because I kind of have my own business. Which is? Um, well, you know, when a new club opens, they pay me to come and try out their music and their drinks and advertise for them. I am absolutely not a leader. I am the youngest of five. Mother and father ran out of responsibilities by the time they, by the time they got to me. I'm sorry, I can't keep it together. My responsibility was to get out of the house and stop being annoying. <laughs> I tried very hard, but I failed. I'm sorry, please excuse me. Well, I've been a leader in the past. <laughs> it's been many years since I've let anyone into anything. Set myself into trouble. What was your role in the past? Uh, that was part of the Great War. I, I was up there in the ranks, but I left before it ended. I haven't taken much of a leadership position besides leaving home and just being my own leader and my own person. If you count that. I think that's very noble. Sometimes the only thing that we can take charge of is ourselves. And sort of along those lines, what's one trait that you have that you believe would make you uh, an ideal applicant for this experiment? A lot of people like plants and animals, and so do I, but, um, you know, plants like mushrooms and fungus, people don't really like those very much. Um, most people, they think they're kind of icky, but I really like them because I think they have pretty colors, so I can help make sure that all of the, all of the plant life grows smoothly and the ecosystem is complete, not just the pretty stuff. And if you had to sum it up in one word? Oh, um... Spores. Spores. I'm going with spores is my word. She just writes down spore. <laughs> so a trait in one word as to why? If you had to sum it up in one word, yes. I'm peaceful. Sorry, I've already forgotten the question. <laughs> Could you repeat it again? If, what is uh, one trait that you have that makes you believe you would be an ideal applicant for this experiment? And if you had to sum it up in one word? I'd say my faith to Ilmater and 
my my approach of anyone can be redeemed and faith <laughs> faith slash redemption <laughs> slash faith <laughs> I mean thus far I've really only made you know small area rugs but I would like to make a whole blanket <laughs> so in one word blanket <laughs> Well, that's what I call a blanket statement. Wow! Wow! the person who is interviewing you here is the Goliath, who you got drinks with the other night. And he just writes down blanket and nods very solemnly, like, yeah, I can get behind this. Spores, blanket, we have some great... Faith slash redemption slash faith. One word, that's it. No space in between them. Just slashes. Just slashes. I mean, I got a long sword and I got a short sword, so kind of all the bases when you think about it. Swords, parentheses, various lengths. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for coming here and meeting with me today. Uh, I'm not supposed to say this, but I think you have a pretty good shot. We will be reaching out for folks to folks for second interviews over the course of the coming week. I would just keep your schedule open. Lo and behold, within about two days, you each receive another letter in the fantasy mail. Who's delivering those? Who knows? Um, <laughs> the U.S. Fantasy Postal Service. <laughs> Very important yep. question. Do they come into the woods to personally deliver it to me, or do they leave it with my at the front You know what's weird? Is it just kind of <laughs> appears at your doorstep? Ah, good. Good thing I have a door, for sure. A door, yes. <laughs> or perhaps door. outside of your hut, or where your yes. tent. Yes, of course. A tent has a door. The door <laughs> flap. The your flap. Step. Your zipper. At my flap step. <laughs> yep. Don't say flap step. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a thing we do in town? <laughs> it's like a shuffle, but you step down on it. Yeah, okay, and sure. then just don't get back up. <laughs> it's, it's the last step you'll ever do. <laughs> That's a variant, yeah. Um, okay, so you each find a letter um, somewhere near you, um, be it at your tent flaps or... Or at the the place where you live, or just where you are when you wake up, um, depending upon who you are and where you may be. And it invites you to a second calling. This is a sort of a, a group interview. It will be you and nine other people. There will be uh, all of my players that are now pointing at each other. You have to be half the. None of us get to go on. It's just John in a room alone talking to himself. The rest of the podcast will just be John. I think that's just an audio book. It's going to be you and nine other people. There will be a team-based exercise and some stuff to kind of see you in action. The day comes. It's about a week later. And uh, you all know it because when... You leave your respective dwellings slash wake up. There's just a door, like, in the middle of nowhere. You can guess, based upon the contents of the previous letter that you got, 
um, that I totally sat down and wrote because I'm a good DM. That's um, true. The the this is the transport that <laughs> has been arranged for you. You're the best DM here. <laughs> I don't think that's true, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> uh, it seems like this is probably the transport that has been arranged for you to get to the, the second level of interview here. Each of you opens your respective doors, and it opens up to a beach. A beautiful, Ooh. tropical area. There are crashing waves in the distance. There are seagulls squawking. There's a, just a, a full sandy beach in front of you. I hate it. I love it. Piper, Piper will take off her sensible leather shoes, carry them... <laughs> And just sort of feel the sand between her toes. It's been a long time since she's seen a beach like this. Oh, I think Harmony's been wearing, like, those flip-flops that are made of a recycled yoga mat. So, like, she's really... This was for her. (laughs) And I'm wearing boots. Sand is just weak dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Connie's never been to a beach. (laughs) Let's go to the beach, beach. (laughs) Mickey Ninja. (laughs) For the first time, you you see each other, and also uh, some other people. Like I said, I might not even be the best DM here. That is a default win. There are two folks uh, in robes. Uh, one of them... Like a cult is... or bath? No, kind of like uh, the, the, the folks that you all spoke to in your interviews. Um, Not the question I asked, but go off. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. You were asking for the qualifier of robe? Yes. A cult or, or bath. I guess it would be closer to cult. Occult. But I'm thinking... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It would be closer to occult. Um, Very different. I was thinking more like wizardy-ish. That's occult. Acceptable. <laughs> and that's valid. Um, there are a couple of people there as well. There is... Um, there's a, a, a dwarven woman uh, with long, dark hair who does not look comfortable at all in the, in the beach. I go to stand by her. Um, there is a, a, a human with uh, kind of short, sandy hair and a rather nice beard. Respectable. There is um, a human woman with uh, straight brown hair down to her shoulder blades. Uh, she is wearing dark glasses and a glove. There is a halfling man with uh, a shaved head, just a little bit of a baby face. Um, he does have a woodcutter's axe strapped to his back. And a half-orc in kind of priest's robes. There is also a... I'm so sorry. There's a rather tall, uh, blue fellow. How tall? How tall, Jono? You don't want to know? I do. About six and a half feet tall. And he's got, um, brown robes on his outerwear, but underneath, because it's one of those robes, it's a little closer to bath, um, in that it opens in the front. Um, underneath, He's wearing an impeccably tailored gray three-piece suit. Ah. I think, I'm not even going to make you roll for it. I think you can all safely assume that this is Mr. Bryn that um, has called you all here. He gestures to the the dwarven woman with whom he is speaking. 
he says something that might be along the lines of, I'll, I'll be right with you. You can't quite make it out, but it, context clues. And then he starts walking off into, uh, in the direction of, of away from the water into kind of a, a forested area that leaves just the ten of you hanging out on this beach. There are ten chairs provided. Uh, on each of them is a clipboard and a quill. Well, I will sit in one. All right. I would like to pull a chair out and start playing musical chairs. Try to real do a <laughs> break right here. <laughs> do you have an instrument on you, or are you just... No, but I would like to find a nearby bard. Oh, <laughs> wait, I, I, if you want to play musical chairs, I might be able to help you. Let me look at my equipment. I grab a chair and move it far away from everyone else. <laughs> oh, beans. I don't have an instrument. I thought I had, like, pan pipes or something. I don't know. Uh, I thought that. Can I tell if anyone looks deeply uncomfortable? Make an insight check. Oh, I do want to sit by her, actually. Mm-hmm. I look deeply uncomfortable. 16? Okay, so who who amongst the party looks deeply uncomfortable? I do. Okay. Eeny, meeny, Wait, also you are short. I will go next and sit next to the um, girl that is uh, like two, like a full head and a half shorter than me. Uh, the one with horns? Yeah, nearly two. Nice. The horns and, do add a little bit. Um, <laughs> are you are you sitting down right now? Or are you, you're sitting? Okay, or I will sit next to you. Or... I'm sorry. <laughs> is, my own chair. is the music going right now? It turns out I'm just proficient in pan flute. I don't actually own one. Um, so she sees you circling the chair and says, you know, cats do that when they're trying to, you know, they're trying to find a good way to sit and they just go around in circles. Is that so? Is that what you're doing? A little bit. I'm a little nervous. Oh, yeah? What's your name? My name's Tawny. Tawny Frogmouth. Hi, Tawny Frogmouth. That's a very, that is a very, very charming first name. Yes, Tawny. Uh, So, how are you doing today? Little hesitant, honestly. Haven't been to whatever this is before. Me neither. I haven't been to the beach since I was a child. Say, oh, geez, that must have been 70 years ago now. Man, it's been a long time. I do sit in the nearest chair to their conversation. They just seem like. I'm standing still. (laughs) (laughs) So still. I meant like I have continued standing. <laughs> not like I'm not like frozen. Not like I'm in sleep mode. <laughs> so what's what's your shtick? What's your name? What do you do? Um, my shtick? Yeah. Is that like a stick but rough? I think so. <laughs> I think. Okay. Okay. I I'm not really um. What do the kids say? Hip with the lingo. Um. Cool, okay, shtick. So my shtick is, <laughs> my name is Piper, um, but I don't know, I mean, I've never been given a nickname before, and that might be kind of fun, and I guess, I don't know, I just wanted to find something new, something other than elves all the time it can get tiresome. Um, can I just, can I just interrupt your conversation to say you're, like, really pretty? <laughs> My name's Harmony. Hi, Harmony. Oh, that is too funny. We're in a place where we're all going to be in harmony. Hi, I'm Tawny. Hi. (laughs) Our voices are going to be indistinguishable. I've got to change it. 
Uh, my name is Piper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. One of you's gotta be Cockney. Fight it out amongst <laughs> yourselves. Oh, no. Okay. No, I can make mine like a little whiny. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Both of our head voices by all means. <laughs> okay. Piper's gonna be more bold now. So this is Piper now. <laughs> We're gonna get it. Sorry, this is For the final. For playing along at home, Piper has always sounded this way. Start the whole podcast over. Piper has always sounded like this now. You know, like when you, you see the Forbidden pilot episode of like Phineas and Ferb or Steven Universe, and it's all different voice actors, and it's wrong, and they never address it. It's kind of what we got. You don't have to change your whole voice for me. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. How about that? Okay. Anyway, you're t- you- <laughs> that's my voice. <laughs> you're Tawny. I am. Oh, that's so pretty. Thank you. I'm currently petting the seagull that landed in my lap. <laughs> okay. Did you say this out loud? I assumed <laughs> yes. I wanted to respond because that was said out loud because you said it in character voice. I'm assuming you say it loud enough the seagull flies away. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, y'all made me lose my seagull. That was so cool. I love animals. I already don't like you. Why? I don't know. Everyone likes me. <laughs> we got seagulls where I'm from, too. That's so great. What other animals? I love animals. Um, oh, is that all? Just no, some... I mean, I'm from, uh, we are, we're on some cliffs. So not, not a lot more than seagulls. We used to have some puffins. What's your name? I forgot to ask. Oh, me? I'm Pygmalion. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. Well, my you. friends call me... Well, they, I don't really have any friends right now, but I'm kind of thinking I could get it started, like Pig for short. Oh, that's cute. Is it? Kind of. I mean... Maybe. Oh. May. What about May? <laughs> that's kind of, like, kind of a stretch. Mal would probably be Pygmalion? better. Pygmalion? Pig mal- mm, ma- ma- malian? Malian? We can call you lion. I guess lion. y'all can call me Pigmalion. <laughs> we'll find you something, don't worry. Okay. Everyone be quiet, the seagull's back. <laughs> A seagull does land about six feet away from you. Okay. About how long do you guys think we'll be waiting? I don't know, but I think I'm going to try to... I just got here. I'm going to try to befriend the seagull, and I'd like to cast Animal Friendship. Hey, that's on cheating. The, <laughs> on the seagull? Okay, yes, absolutely. There is not a stat block for seagulls. Um, and that's all right. I mean, um, wisdom of 12. Just just use your, your best guess. High intelligence, low wisdom. <laughs> Dexterity maxed out. <laughs> because are they intelligent one. enough to like yank a hot dog out of a person's hand? Yes, but are they wise enough to avoid to people eat. who might hurt them? Hurt them? Maybe not. Strong enough. Are to they take wise the enough to hold the hold the hot dog? What away? is the charisma of a seagull? Twenty. Yeah. Is it a wisdom? Um, if the piece intelligence score higher than twelve fails, it has to have a wisdom of twelve. It has to be a a twelve. My first role as a DM on this show 
Show me that natty one! <laughs> is in fact a natural one. <laughs> the seagull is now charmed and knows that I uh, mean it no harm. I would like to go up to the seagull. Is that the noise of the seagull? Of you. And I would like to pet and like scritch underneath <laughs> its <laughs> No, using magic is cheating. The best way to find <laughs> friends is just <laughs> grab them. I don't think that's true. Animals, yes. How's, how's that going for you? I say as I scratch under the bird's wing. It. I don't like you either. <laughs> Animals have always really liked me. Maybe you should try my foolproof method. Um, oh! Suddenly, you all hear a bell. It was that one. Um, <laughs> that was that was the bell. Um, and the dwarven woman who has at this point taken a seat and started working on her clipboard. Uh, stands up and continues working on her clipboard. Oh, I guess I guess we should do that. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm. Oh, yeah. I I was. I did start out sitting in a seat, so I oh, guess I'm still. Oh, is this like there. a written assessment? Yeah. What's on the clipboard? You know, it's interesting. There's a lot of just random questions. Some of them are about yourself. Some of them are like math problems. Oh, uh, oh, one oh, of them oh. just reads: <laughs> circle the fourth word in this sentence. Um, word. <laughs> I wish that my visual gags would come across in this four, media. Is four T H or is it spelled out? F O U R T H. Well, if you think about it, the word fourth is the most fourthy because <laughs> it's still because oh it's God. the same word. Oh my God, you're so right. Do you think this will decide if we can stay? <laughs> I don't know. It might help. Is there a physical assessment after this? Oh, I hope not. Maybe I hope a t-shirt so. sizes on here. <laughs> I would like a t-shirt. I could make a t-shirt. I, I would love a t-shirt. Could make a t-shirt. A t-shirt blanket. What'd you do? I do fiber art. I, I, That's I've, so I've, cool. I've grown up with artists. Um, as that second <laughs> bell rings, the dwarven woman sits down. As does the uh, young male halfling. And the half-orc. Hey, is there something I don't know that these people are all sitting down now? I would like to drag my chair towards Pygmalion and sit next to her. I'm still standing. <laughs> I would like to sit next to her and be shorter than usual next to her. Genuinely half her height. <laughs> um, who... Okay, so just for the sake of my, my point of reference... We're going to go left to right. Left is over here. This is the very end of this set of ten chairs. Right is in the middle. Where are y'all within this set? Right in the middle. You I am right I'm the... next to her. Okay. You're in the middle of, like, the whole line? Yeah. Okay. So put you at, we're going to call it chair six. Okay. You are then at chair seven, Harmony? Great. Who's next? I'm sort of standing behind a chair. Okay. <laughs> Which one? Which is next to whichever one Tawny is in. <laughs> are you on the end, or are you kind of in the middle of this bunch? I I am in chair 10. Chair 11 <laughs> if I could get it. <laughs> Where's the seagull? Where's the seagull? Sign? Okay, so actually Twelve. it's pretty much kind of just the way that we're set up here, yeah. which is good for me. Oh, um, Crazy how that works out. Wild, that worked out nicely. It really makes you think. Piper, the... Um, what? Really does. The human with the beard <laughs> turns over to you and they go, Do you think something's going on right now? I'm 
something's going on. No, with with the the bell and the sitting and the oh, standing. Oh, the bell. I was not told anything. Yeah, I also have been wondering about that. I know you didn't ask me, but here I am. Uh, that's fine. The more the merrier. Do you think we should we should also be standing and sitting? I have no idea. I've been trying to figure that out. Hmm. I mean, I'm just trying to finish my math problems here. I. <laughs> I'm Leaf, by the way. Nice to meet you, Leaf. Hi. Oh, I'm Harmony. Hi. Oh, Piper. Um, Piper, Harmony. Yeah. An absolute delight to meet both of you. Mm. Uh, tell me, what do you do? Uh, right now, I'm sitting. <laughs> the f- people in the first four chairs uh, all stand up. Leaf just kind of looks questioningly at y'all. I don't understand. Is this like weird musical chair? I don't understand. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, did anybody get any instructions? Wait, maybe no. they're at the end of this packet. I flipped to the end of the packet to try to see if it says anything about chairs. The last question is, what sound does a bear make? What sound does this bear make? Like a roar? I, I've never met a bear. Bears are always friendly to me, so they're pretty quiet. I'm gonna say a yelp. That sounds right. Okay. That's right. I never met a bear. Okay. That sounds right. I'll put down Yelp, but I'll change it a little bit. Oh, let's all put it down, and then if we, if we all get wrong, I think legally we're allowed to leave. No, I think I'm still going to put Roy. <laughs> Leaf, as all of this is happening, just kind of looks Oh, I promote clubs. You asked what we do. <laughs> hey, where's that blue gentleman? Because I kind of came here from some structure, and I'm not feeling real structured right now. I think he just... Walked off into the woods. I'm going to stand up, I think. Okay, I think okay. that feels right. And they stand up. I bet And standing. their shoulders drop just a little bit. Honestly, like, I'm okay. just keep doing what I'm doing. Until I see otherwise. Are these fantasy folding chairs? These are fantasy folding chairs. So do they fold or are they wood? No, they, they fold. Okay, I would like to fold my chair. Mm-hmm. And set it nicely on the ground. Oh, okay. thank God. And I start stacking chairs immediately. <laughs> <laughs> are you stacking the chairs of the people who are standing up? Yes. Like, at, <laughs> obviously. Those are the only open chairs right now. <laughs> and, and mine. <laughs> and yours, of course. Well, I hope they don't try to sit back down. Oh, I can pull them back. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't bother me. I still have my chair. Uh, Leaf just looks at you as you're doing this. And they're like... Yeah. Did um, you want yours back? Because I can put it back oh, on. Oh, no, no, you're doing... I appreciate all the initiative that you're taking. It really shows just a natural talent. Uh, thank you. Oh, is that what we're supposed to have? The bell rings again, and the dwarven woman at the end of this line does sit down into a chair that does not exist. She falls just flat on her backside. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Miss... Who did this? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I think that was probably my fault. I was just trying to tidy up a little bit. I didn't expect people be coming back. I can get I can get it out for you though. Please, I'm in armor. And this sand is not going to get out of my armor. I mean, it's coarse and rough and gets everywhere. Are we? Is there? Now you are in armor. Is there going to be like a physical component of this? I have no idea. I was just told to stand up when the bell rings. You went. You were who told you that? You were given instructions. Uh, Davros. We didn't get any instructions. Anyway, um... Is this like the prisoner's dilemma? I don't know. (laughs) 
Um, anyway. Is this a trolley? I feel like you might do best to, to look before you sit down in places. I'm so I'll get you a chair. I, go, I do get her, I get her chair back up. I set it back up for her. And I lift her off the ground effortlessly <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> to a standing position. Oh, me next, oh, please. Oh, okay. Oh, thank there you. you. When, Sorry, did, I, when did they give you directions? Just before he wandered off into the, the trees. Oh, are we too late? Kind of rude that he didn't I have don't think so. Lives. I don't... Huh. I have no idea. I'm Helena. Oh, I'm Hi. Harmony. Before you is a roughly 50-year-old dwarven woman with dark hair pulled back into a ponytail. She is in full armor. Remind me, uh, because I don't have my notes in front of me on this part, who hears from Corvath? That would be Piper. Yeah. Uh, Piper, you note that she has the the emblem of the eastern quarter of Corvath on her armor. Oh, you're from Corvath. Uh, yes, I'm on the, the Council of the Eastern Quarter. Oh, that sounds really important. I mean, mostly we just decide when we need to fix the roads and stuff, but... Oh, okay. No, that's very Local important. government is still important. Yes, of course. You guys are the ones that are doing the real the real work, driving progress, as um, they say. I'm also from Corvath. What's your uh, craft situation? Got any fairs coming up? Well, we were actually looking at doing sort of a, a quarter-wide deal, where everyone would come to like a, a designated fairground and and show their wares, and we would judge prize animals and eat deep-fried Oreos. Tommy is <laughs> actively sweating now. <laughs> uh, I just thought it might be something good to get to keep you know the, the the culture and the art and the trade going. Oh, it's very good. She stands up. I feel like I'm speed break. dating. <laughs> See, I was always learned that tight communities make government obsolete, but that still sounds real interesting, what you do. I mean, it's, you do help out your, your home however you can, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I do the jars. Yeah. I used to slaughter, um, but ain't no. much like that nowadays. Not me. I don't know, I used to really help, but then I kind of got bored and left. So, guess I not. I don't think they know I'm gone. Oh, I'm sure they know. Wait, is that a sad thing? I'm kind of glad. Oh, then never mind. Hooray! Good! <laughs> Yay! Celebration! Should is we it, follow Is this it? regular? I don't know. Because <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to know what was regular when I saw it, so I, I, I'm pretty sure this ain't it, but I was kind of hoping you could give me some outside assistance. None of this is regular, says the half-orc in priest robes. Oh. I don't know what's going on here, but... Me neither, but I'm sure we'll find out. I guess. I'm feeling upset. Kind of rude of him to not tell anyone anything except her. Maybe that's the plan. Isn't It was nice of her to tell us, though. Yeah. Maybe it's because she's the government. Oh, maybe. I was always learned. Well, you heard. Maybe it's, <laughs> maybe it's to see if we're all followers. Maybe. If everybody just follows what the one person who got directions does, then they're all followers. Maybe. We were asked if we were ever in a leadership position. I'm in a standing position. <sighs> you will note that there is one person who has not been standing or sitting when the bell rings, uh, aside from all of you, and I definitely forgot that when I narrated earlier. Uh, it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, and it was the woman in uh, dark glasses, and when she hears you discussing this, she goes, "Oh, is that what's going on?" I don't know. That's just my guess. 
understand. I was not given. No, only she was. Just kind of gestures to the glasses. No real stimuli to tell from. Oh. Oh. Well, I don't think you're missing too much in this this particular moment in time. Is anyone ringing the bell, or is it just sounding from somewhere we don't see? Make a perception check. I sure will. Oh, that's so loud. That's a change that. It's crunchy. <laughs> okay. You said perception? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a dirty 20. Nice. You do not see anybody ringing the bell. Hmm. It just kind of is happening all around you. Is there anything keeping us on the beach just standing here instead of following? Is, our, is our door woods? still there? My clipboard. <laughs> Your door is not still there. All that's here are ten chairs, ten clipboards, and ten quills. And, of course, the ten of you. Yeah, nothing is stopping us from trying to follow. Oh, I've just been this. doing my clipboard. Why don't we go? I'd love to follow them. I would like to take a walk. Well, I don't know if I don't know if they would like that. I'm not... They'll find me. I'm red. It's easy to tell. <laughs> Instead of talking this whole time, Craig has finished his clipboard, and he is now trying to befriend the seagull and show it some scars. <laughs> Make it animal handling shack. Ooh. <laughs> he gets some more scars. <laughs> uh, that is a three. Um, and it. Yeah, it definitely kind of scratches at you a little bit. Oh no. Nuzzles up against you. Oh, that's okay. Little Scuzzy. <laughs> Scuzzy. That's his name. Okay. Craig, as you Very put your clipboard down. Now, how come he gets to be Scuzzy, but Pig was like too out of the ballpark for y'all? <laughs> oh, because a lot of the time Pig is an insult. But that's my name. I like that. It's the first part. Well, yeah, when it's part of a bigger word, it's not an insult. Well, it will be. That's how nicknames work, I thought. <laughs> Craig, as you put down Never your clipboard, um, you all see that same tall blue figure walking back out of the woods in your direction. Oh, so sorry. I hope I wasn't keeping you all waiting very long. Uh, oh, have you been doing the clipboards? Oh, thank you very much. Uh, I will just go ahead and collect those and just goes around and grabs everyone's clipboard, shakes your hand uh, as he passes Dovrasprin, 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 Dovrasprin. You I give him no, one of those handshakes <laughs> where like, you know when you go to shake like a person's hand and they kind of pull you towards them? I just give him one of those. <laughs> he does the same thing to you. So it's like, it's a, it's a little tug of war. It's a little tug of war. <laughs> they keep getting closer. It kind of looks like they're going to kiss. <laughs> Tommy is hoping for a kiss. <laughs> he does not break eye contact. Neither do I. <laughs> that doesn't make it sound less like you're going to kiss. Nice. Moves uh, <laughs> on over to Tony. Um, well, I thank you all so much for being here this afternoon. Uh, I'm. We couldn't have asked for a better day. He kind of chuckles, staring up at the sky. I am... Davros Bryn. I am the person in charge of the Raven's Hill project that all of you have applied for. I have a simple task for you that will help me get a better idea of who you are and your capabilities, and uh, I decided in lieu of a second round of interviews, this would just be faster and, and what's more, more efficient, and dare I say a bit more fun. Out on that island over there, he says, pointing out over the waves. And, and we all turn in unison. 
Where? <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, there's a little island. Uh, there are a couple of trees on it. It's not... It's it's far enough away that you might not want to swim there, but it's not at, like, the edge of the horizon. On that island, I have placed a wooden chest, and inside that chest is a series of tokens for you all. Your task is simple. Go out to that island and bring back the tokens. You will have an hour and a half in which to complete this project, and I should warn you, there are sharks in these waters. Mm. Oh. So just information that you might need as we go about all of this. Well, what kind of sharks? Because some of them ain't that bad. You know, like tiger head, they're pretty friendly. Sorry, I, I, I'll just find out. <laughs> it's, it's the bad kind. Well, that's the DM who has not taken a marine biology class in years. That's kind of of unfair. I mean, they were there first. (laughs) They're the scary ones, and he. Yeah, you can. You're welcome to find out. Of course, I just thought it would be information that would be useful to you. So go get the token. Yes, you all have an hour and a half. Uh, All right. This is not a race or anything. You will either succeed or fail together. Oh. If you need materials for anything, you are welcome to have a look around the beach. If you have any questions, uh, I would suggest perhaps drawing on each other's information and and knowledge bank and resources. I will be back in an hour and a half. Any questions? No, no, sir. Excellent. And he waves his hand and just disappears. Oh, oh, very good. Well, you might be, you made the, um, you made the seagull like you, so I wonder if you could also make sharks like you. I think that I can only do that to one animal at a time. I'm already walking into the surf. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, I just thought we would go get it. Please, someone stop her. Certainly we will go get it, but I thought we would maybe make a plan for so we wouldn't get eaten by sharks. So we did say we All could right. look around the beach for equipment. Now what's there? Make me an investigation check. Can we all make an investigation check? Sure. Anyone who would like is welcome to make me an investigation check. It's my first roll. Oh, no. Wait, I actually... I'm not going to make an investigation Well, check. I'll make one, but it will be an eight, so... And nice. mine will be a nine. Also nice. It's a two. <laughs> awesome. Seventeen. Oh, thank okay, God. good stuff. Um, so, for the rest of y'all, it's just like... We're on a beach, and we have to get over there. And we're over here. Well, off we go. Uh-oh. Craig, you see a variety of things. You see a, there's a lot of driftwood. And with the 17, you do notice uh, a ways down. I'm going to say it takes you a little bit to get there. Okay. Probably, let's say, seven or eight minutes in either direction. Um, a bit of a ways down, there is what appears to be some sort of, of pack or, or backpack washed up as well. But for the rest of you, you like, it's a beach. There's some woods... Uh, on the one end, and there's water on the other. Um, how far out into the water is this island? Uh, I'm bad at distances, but it's it's far. Oh, I was just trying to figure out, say, how many feet of rope you would need to make a rope bridge across. Oh, fair. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be past, like, the drop-off point. Um, 
But it's not. It's not like at the edge of the horizon either. That does not. How many feet of rope would you need? Too many. Yes. A good deal. I tell you what. When y'all have some... You do have rope on you as a part of your... Yeah, that's why I'm asking this question. <laughs> How much rope do you have on you? I personally have 50 feet of rope on me, which I don't think will be enough, but I'm assuming... I do not think that will be No, enough. but I was assuming other people would also have rope. I do have 100 feet of rope on me. I have See? 50. See? I got 50. 200. Okay. That's no. 250 feet of rope <laughs> right there. Okay. Hey, I just um, remembered. I don't think I've ever learned how to swim. That's okay. We will try to find a non-swimming way. I figured it was just walking... We can re- in the water. If we all put in the rope that we have... 50 feet. If we, that's 300 feet of rope. So if we all use the rope we have and stabilize it with some of the driftwood so that it's a little bit sturdier, we might be able to make a bridge and just walk over. Might be enough for a tightrope. Again, tightrope, sharks. Well, well that's I got, why I want to reinforce it with the driftwood. I, I got uh, some arrows. So maybe we could what's in the pack? tie it to oh, the arrow. Yeah, within the pack, the pack the there is there's a good deal of rope. Maybe. There is a large uh, tarp. Oh, there's one. Um, and oh, there is. I'm trying to remember what's inside this. What's there's a tarp. Uh, there is, in fact, a good deal more of rope, and there are some some rations in little bags. You said, how big is the tarp? The tarp is probably maybe eight, ten feet in a square. I wanna. Can someone help me? With what? Just hold this side of. The okay. And I go to the other side. I just wanna see if it catches wind. You could catch wind, yeah. There's just a light breeze going right now. Oh, we could make a. But with, again, with the driftwood and, and rope, rope and the tarp, we could make a little raft. What I was thinking. Why don't we do that? I should point out, says the halfling with the woodcutter's axe on his back. Oh, that seems helpful. I should probably point out that um, we're going to want something a little sturdier than driftwood if we're going to construct a boat. Like, look at this stuff. He just knocks on it. That's porous as shit. Well, do you have anything else? We could use... There's the woods over there. There's the woods. Uh, there are the woods over there. And you have an axe. I do have an axe. Why don't we go fall a tree or two? I think that's a great idea. Uh, my well, name's that... Fastolf, by the way. Lovely to meet you, all of you. Hi. How much of our hour and a half do you think really it will sure. take to, to just get the wood in your expertise? It depends on how pretty it needs to be. It doesn't. It does not need to be pretty. I'd like it to, but it doesn't need to. Well, if we take a couple of the thinner trees, like the ones over there on the edge... It probably won't take too long to fell them. Oh, those little guys, we don't need to cut those down. I can just pull those right on up for you. That sounds faster. I mean, oh, God, please. <laughs> <laughs> you can certainly try, says the DM. <laughs> I do like you. <laughs> well, thank that's my kind of you. Make me a strength check. Seagull man. <laughs> that does sound faster. Strength, okay. I think this is just going to be straight strength. She's like, ah, oh, those little things. That's 14 and 3. That's a 17. Okay. So, yank a tree out of the ground? You are not able to yank it out of the ground, but what you do discover with the 17 is that these are, these are rather pliable. These are kind of like, like adolescent palm trees, Mm. if you will. 
uh, just beginning to curve under the weight of the fruit they bear. Palm tree, just old enough to drink. Yep. Oh, forgot about these guys. They got those beech roots. They go real deep. That's my bad. I'm sorry about that. Wait a sec. If you do, you want to hold that back, and I can give it a couple of good chops with my axe. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Um. It's springing like, up. Can I be launched towards the island? <laughs> <laughs> would you like to find out? I would, I would like to find out how far I can go. Hey, this little red lady Man, must weigh like eighty that. pounds, soaking wet. Probably. We can probably so, fling you over there. I bet. Festolf raises up his axe, and you're like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. I want to see something. <laughs> okay. I, I climb up the tree. <laughs> Okay. It's the one that I'm holding on to. (laughs) It's a nine. (laughs) And I love that for you. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, so you're not able to get all the way up the tree. I I think you're about, you're able to get like halfway up the tree and then suddenly you look down. And this is a question for you that you are welcome to answer yes or no to. Has Tawny ever been like above the ground before? Like, a little. Okay. Not palm tree height. Not palm tree height. a little. I think at that point then you look down and you're like, oh, I'm beginning to have second thoughts. <laughs> you are welcome to continue to climb if you would like, um, but I am going to make you roll for it again. I would like to try to continue to climb. I, I, Go for I, it. I would like to impress my new friends. The DC's going to be a little bit higher, but we can... This time I did get... What would be a 17? Nice. That, that'll do it. Um, you take a second and steal your resolve, if only for the approval of other people. And you clamber on up the top of the tree until you get to the point where you feel it is no longer safe to continue climbing. You're you're close enough to the top. All Crank right. You want to shut my go? No. Stop. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Oh, the, se- just the seagull fella saying you should come on like, back down. Maybe you should. No, no, no. It's gonna be funny. Just watch. Okay. <laughs> so how are you? How are you making the, the catapult action happen? I'm just holding a. Well, I'm the just a projectile, aren't I? <laughs> you are. <laughs> so, Pygmalion, are you are you pulling it? I've I've been holding it. <laughs> Okay, got it. I misunderstood. No, I'm holding it down as if, uh, almost as if holding a car door open for my prom date. (laughs) I'm going to say you might want to have some of that rope, like, tied up onto the top so you have something to pull down from. Because you still can't quite reach the top of the tree. I lasso it. But yeah, you you lasso it and uh, fast off looks up. Should I just go to rip? Are you sure? Oh, not 100%. Do it! Oh, well, now he's saying we should do it, but a second ago he was saying to don't. Shh. There are some mixed messages here. I'm getting some mixed messages. I think I'm just going to let go if that's all right with you. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> all right. You let go of the rope. Alley hoop. Well, I'm rolling to see how far you fly, Tawny. I'm going to need you to make me an acrobatics check for Fade the purposes black, rest of in landing. Peace. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tawny. Right in the mouth of a shark. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a 12. That's a 12. Okay, Tawny, you fly about 25 yeah. feet. Um, 
back towards, like, just where the surf comes in at high tide. Uh, just where the sand begins to start getting wet. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. She didn't go very far at all. Flailing a little bit, but managed to, like, curl up enough so that you land sort of as one solid mess instead of all spread about belly flop style. Um, Craig is losing it. Y'all right? You will take four points of damage. Um, If this is level one, we have so few to spare. Craig is just having the time of it. You know what? That was my fault. I should have found a bouncier tree, probably. Well, I, I, I think we should go back to the raft plan. <laughs> I could just throw you. I'm probably stronger than a tree. I like to think. I Not would these... like to give a weak thumbs up. <laughs> um, We're about 25 minutes in. Yes. Okay. Piper, oh, no. Piper a third. will most likely sense that she has taken a certain amount of damage. And I will run over to do it. And will run over and say... Oh no, oh goodness, here, take take as many of these good berries as you would like. They will make you feel better. Alright. <laughs> what do your good berries look like? So, I would like to think that they look like unbelievably amazing ripe raspberries. Like the perfect ones that have that great flavor I don't do that you seeds. find. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Here, do seeds. Here, here you go. I, I also came over like at the... I'm like, okay, honey, um, you've rejected the good berries. I'm sorry. Let I, me just. I, I'm projecting onto my character. I hate seeds. Let me yeah, just. Finn doesn't do seeds. Finn doesn't do seeds. Let Tony me... doesn't do seeds. Oh, this is the wrong spell. Uh-oh. That's. Let me just, and I like, I put a hand, I put a hand on her shoulder, and I do a cure wound. That's awesome. Tries to cure wounds. Wow. Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> that is the wrong spell. Uh, oh, wait, that's the wrong thing because I don't. I have to do anything for that, do I? I just have to do my do my D eight. Um. Yeah, you just do your D eight. Um. She only lost four hit points, right? Correct. She gets them all back because yeah. I shoot. It's five. You're good to go. <laughs> Me. Um, Thank you. I'll so save you're... my good berries for myself, I guess. <laughs> so y'all are about twenty five minutes into this. Uh, what would you like to do? Let's actually chop down some trees now. As you turn back over to the wooded area, you see the half-orc is helping bend some trees um, for Fastolf to chop down. Kind of kind of in the idea that Pygmalion was working on earlier. Um, and they look over and see you all. I'm sorry, I thought while you were playing around, we would maybe get something done. Uh, yeah, like I said, that's probably on me. I should have found a bouncier tree, but taking them down is a good idea, too. Good on y'all. Hey, quick question. I can't really tell the difference. Which of you are women? <laughs> uh, Piper raises a hand. I also raise a hand. The dwarf raises her hand. The human woman with the sunglasses raises her hand. Tony shakes her hand non-committally. I kind of <laughs> look expectantly at <laughs> Craig. Oh, oh, all right. Sorry, I, you know we get all kinds in the artist colony, and we I I just I seen all types. I don't really know what a man looks like, and I'm still not sure because y'all are vastly different. I wish that was me. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just trying to be open. I trust you probably about twenty percent less. <laughs> If that's alright, that's just my upbringing. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that's alright. So, at this point, the, the human woman with the glasses 
Okay, how can I help? What what can I do to help make this a success? Have any of the trees been felled at this point? I would say, yeah, one of these trees... The first one is coming down at this point. Okay, um, why don't we try and organize the wood so that we can get it chopped to good lengths? Okay. Um, so... I'm happy to do that. I will just need specific directions. Um, Mm. seeing as, well, I can't. That that sometimes gets a laugh. (laughs) um, Depending on the crowd. And this was not that crowd. I thought it was funny. Thank you. Um, thanks. My name's Katrina. Um, Oh, that's almost my best friend's name. Oh, really? Uh, You all are already almost best friends. That's great. Well, um... But like, I just go here. What can I? What can I do? Well, we're working on what? What have we done? We've just cut down the tree so far, right? Just one. Just a tree. Um. Well, when we have when the wood has been cut up, we need to tie together. Um, we need to make a sail. Um, you can maybe help Craig with the sail. I'm actually pretty good with knots. I can. Oh, yeah, then you can definitely help Craig right, with the sail. Well, that's all over here. Tactile. Oh, hey, little Katrina, red lady, don't you give them shakes, uh, fabric. She just raises in the direction of your voice. Right. <laughs> hey, this one does fabric. Thank you. It sails fabric, I think, right? I have been known to do fabric. This one does fabric. I am a weaver by trade. By trade. The dwarf, the dwarven woman comes over to you and she goes, yes, excellent. So what we're going to need you to do then is start working on that sail immediately. Oh, definitely. Um, how quickly do you think you could put something... Do you know? Do you know? I don't know how sails work. Admittedly, that's not my area of expertise. You gotta have wind for them. I know that. Sorry. Well, no, you're you're right. Any of y'all wizards? No. Do some? Can you do a little wind spell? Like. Ooh. Oh, let me look. What I have? I don't think I took. I don't think I have any wind-related things. I could push it. I could produce. I could predict the weather. I have fire and earth, the two least relevant things for this particular project. Maybe we could not. Maybe we don't make a sail. You guys get in, and I can just. I can push it. No, I'll, because like, you're I'll gonna, be swimming. You might off. get eaten by a shark. Oh, I'm not so scared of sharks. Why don't we just? I don't well, really think I can have, die. <laughs> if we're unable to manifest wind, that means we need oars. Um, mm-hmm. Who here is good you with mean, like, a blade? Rocks? Oh, I'm good with a blade. I got two swords, a short one and a long one. Sorry. That, well, no, Don't be sorry. That's, that's perfect. Oh, good, actually. good. Okay, so you should come with me. Let's make oars out of some of these driftwood. All right, yeah, I can uh, do that. Can, we'll just we'll, we'll carve them together? No, I, I'm from the artist colony. I'm real good at smithing and stuff like that. A little bit of sewing. We don't really need Excellent. that right now. A little then... bit of necromancy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just what? Who said that? <laughs> I just know a lot about it. I can't do it. I've never done it myself or nothing. Not yet. First time for everything. <laughs> oh, you guys are just flattering me. <laughs> let's let's make some ores then. All right. Um, so here's my question for each of y'all as we get into the skill check portion of this part of the story. Wow! Um, oh boy. What is everyone working on to help contribute to this effort? Um, I would say knotting the raft together. Okay, you're help t- helping to tie the raft together. Mm-hmm. I'm just absolutely going ham on these fucking oars. <laughs> going ham on some oars. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but it is kind of hot to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say I'm working on, like, just kind of overseeing, making sure everybody's um, doing everything okay. 
Um, but I'm also working on, like, you know, kind of, like, ta taking a glance out at the waters and seeing if it looks like there's, like, any rough patches or anything in the waters, because I am good with survival skills. Okay. I'm carrying things. You're carrying things? Awesome. I'm, I'm carrying heavier things. things. <laughs> <laughs> You're already doing swords. You I'm working on getting I got two ones. Awesome. So, alright. Firstly, Piper, make me a make me just a kind of general dexterity check um, for Ooh. for knots. I would accept sleight of hand as well. Well, that's okay. I got a natural eighteen plus three dexterity gives me a twenty-one. Nice. Okay. Um, I'm mostly many... focusing on charting the charting the most efficient path through the waters. So. Okay, make me make me a. I would accept perception or survival. Yes, I okay. chose this specifically because it was a survival-based skill. Um, 16. 16, okay. Uh, Pygmalion, make me... What tools are you proficient with? What tools am I proficient with? This is going to be a tool check. Aw, oh, dang. I'm proficient in land vehicles. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to say make me a, a Smith's tools check. Uh, dexterity plus your proficiency bonus. Uh, 11. 11? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tani, make me a... I did do real great. <laughs> Weaver's Tools check. This is also going to be Dexterity, plus your proficiency bonus. 18 plus 3 is a 21. 21, nice. Um, Craig, make me... Just make me a general strength check as you carry things around. Uh, 19. 19, nice. Alright. Um, so y'all are doing pretty well at getting this put together and your companions have each sort of found their place uh, as well. Helena, the dwarven woman, is helping Pygmalion carve out some ores and between the two of you, you've got a fairly decent set of four. Leaf, who was uh, the, the human with the beard, uh, Leaf is just generally kind of checking up on everyone and keeping spirits high and asking if there's anything they can do to help. Um, sort of general odd jobs. I think at one point they come over and help you like stretch the, the tarp out so you can get it just right where you need it to be. Much appreciated. The wingspan is not big. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to help. Yeah, we already found out about the wingspan earlier, am I right? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was just a little stab of humor. I thought that was going to be funny. I thought it was funny. That's okay, yells Katrina. Mine didn't go over either. Um, she says while she's tying some knots. Hey, we're not so different, you and me. Is that a stab of humor with the long or the short sword? <laughs> I, I didn't think I would get this far. <laughs> uh, fast off, the, uh, the halfling is chopping down a, a good number of the smaller palm trees, and the half-orc in, um, in clerical attire is... Helping him uh, by carrying some of the wood with Craig and by bending some of the trees back and making sure that, you know, it isn't all a right mess. And between all of you, with the way that you rolled, uh, you are able to get a raft together within the next, like, 35 minutes. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, well, we have about half an hour to get there and back, so we better get going. Hey, How many people does this raft hold? So that's the other thing. This raft, while functional, can realistically hold probably three people tops, depending upon 
the people that are chosen. Uh, and if oh. you leave me on the bank with the halflings, I'll eat them. But if you leave the halflings, I'll eat them. Well... <laughs> I heard this one before. I've, I've been charting a course, so I think I sh- should be on there. So you're going. Okay. Since I know the course. And then maybe someone else small, and she looks pointedly at Tani. Oh, but yeah, we need we need some <laughs> strong people to row the oars. I'm not going to lie to you. If I get on that, it's probably going to take up about mm, half the weight limit. Could I realistically get on there without, and there be enough room for another strong person? Yes, if it's one of the smaller people. Okay. I'm going to say. Oh, I can row a boat. I mean, my chest is pretty much hollow, but that doesn't really help with a lot here. (laughs) But if I'm getting on there, we should probably find one of the smaller people to get on. Uh, Okay. One of you strong. uh, Helena is already on the boat. Good. Okay. I, well, I guess let's set sail. All right. Um, make me. <laughs> Craig, make me a strength check, and Harmony. I'm gonna let your survival check from before run because Thank it's you. the same thing. I'm not gonna make. Yes, I am doing the same exact skill. Yeah. Just straight strength. Just straight strength, and I'm gonna actually give you advantage on it because Helena is I have also a 16 helping. This book, so it's 17. Okay, so roll it again and take the higher of the two. 20! 20! Nice! I'm just answering these fucking questions. Unnatural. So, with Harmony kind of charting the course, uh, you all are able to make it over to the island in about 12 or so minutes. When you get there, the wooden chest is pretty easily displayed. It's just there, like, on a rock. Oh, we're not going to have trouble fitting this on there with us, are we? It's, it's like the size of a jewelry oh, box. Oh, great. So I can just hold it since I'm not rolling? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Who goes to grab the box? The DM asks innocently. <sighs> I hope well, something nice happens. I'm gonna, but because you said it like that, I'm gonna check for traps. <laughs> Is this something that Harmony would do? Or is this something that your primary PC, a rogue, would do? <laughs> uh, the social justice rogue? Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's not something I would think of. It's something I, a years-long D&D player, think Respect of. Respect the narrative. Greg probably look for traps. Greg's going to look for traps. I feel like Greg like, grabs Harmony by the arm and is like, wait a second. This no, don't, don't, don't do that. Okay. Okay, that's a one. <laughs> as far as you are concerned, it is a box on a rock. My very blurry, has never gotten glasses eyes. There's no traps. Has not moved. <laughs> All right, sounds great. <laughs> You've been drinking seawater while you're coming across. You're hallucinating actively. Cody, <laughs> you go over to grab the box. You lift it from the rock it is on. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. I'm just messing with you. I hate you. Um, okay. <laughs> I know you do. Um, See, I told you. <laughs> pulls out holy symbol. Thanks. 
you walk back over to the to the boat. I'm gonna let your checks from before ride as you get back to the shore. You have about five minutes at this point. All right, you guys made it. That's great. Um, and you got the box. Five minutes to spare. Wait, we did. We have to do anything else? Uh, um, you need to get the box and the tokens inside. There are tokens in there for y'all. They are in there, yeah. Hmm? They are in there, do yeah. Do you open the box to check? Yeah. You open the box. And a dart hits you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all and chocolate coins. And nothing happens. It's full of tokens? Uh, well, it is full of tokens. You, you open the box, but whoa, it's got snakes. Oh, they're you, just springs. <laughs> so you go to hand them out. There's only nine. Oh, no. But everyone helped. Oh, that's too bad. Well, someone's going to have to not get a token. Well, so why, don't, the why don't we just carve Ooh. a token out of the box? I mean, it's like we got the box, and that's a token. And if you think about it, if you get it out of the same wood, it did kind of come from within the box. How much time do we have? About oh, five, five minutes. minutes. I was thinking I would uh, just... Not enough time to melt them down and make new ones. So, <laughs> I guess we're going to have to choose. Oh, no. But I, everyone helped. No, if, I, I did a bad job on that tree thing. Y'all go on. I, that was my fault. I'm sorry about that. No, but you still helped. No, no, no. I, I was doing okay in the woods before I came. I I don't need this. I, I can pass. You guys all take one. I don't want to leave anyone out. I want to become friends with your seagull, so you're coming. <laughs> the human woman with the dark glasses, Katrina, um, raises her hand and she goes, do we need to have a token to move on? Is that how this is working? Oh, you know, he never did say that. I guess he, he didn't say the, that. He said get the t- I'll just hold the box. Okay. How about, how about we just take all of them and we all go, and then when we get there, it's like, oh, well, now you got to pick. It's your job, not mine. There we go. Are you saying we all put our hand on the box and then just wait till he gets here? Well, I thought we were going to go find him. I don't think we have to, do we? I think there's a time limit for a reason. Yeah, I figured he would oh. just come back. He said he would be back in an hour and a half. Did he? I'm that right. was an hour and 25 minutes ago. Let's all make a circle Let's and just put the, the box in the middle. Hey, you guys take a coin. I'll just hold the box. That kind of counts. I guess he didn't say that we each had to have he a didn't token. Say, he, said take he just a token. said we he had to get... He didn't say the token was a coin. He just said we had to get the tokens back. Because sometimes right? a token can be like a token of... You know, to- you know, like when a lady leaves you like a lock of her hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a token, too. It is. Is anyone having second thoughts about wanting to go to this utopia? The NPCs shake their heads. I could go either way. I was going to say, I was more asking you... <laughs> Um. Hmm. Well, then I guess the best. I guess the bo- the is... box and the raptor tokens of the adventure. Oh, that's real. Sweet. I don't think that counts. The real I would still like to hold the coin. It, 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 it's kind of like the token was. Oh right. yeah, as the person who passed them out, I am holding one. <laughs> I would still like to hold the coin just in case. I'm holding. I'll, I'll hold the box. It's all right. Are all you right. sure? Yeah, no, it's probably gonna work. I bet. I'm not so. gonna lie to you. I got minus one on intelligence, so maybe we shouldn't listen. <laughs> I, to have, me. I have plus zero. It's not much better. <laughs> We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> All right, I guess we got. Does four anybody have a better idea, or does anyone decide I... they don't want to go? You guys know any sea shanties? I'm sorry, we got four minutes. I thought maybe it'd be better than stressing. Four minutes later. Um... <laughs> I'm from the Most church of y'all of with tokens and Pygmalion holding the box in which they came. You see... Are you telling me I came in this box? <laughs> <laughs> the box in which 
The tokens were found. <laughs> <laughs> look at him! Look what you did! You broke him! I did him. nothing of the sort. With a kind of a, a flurry of wind, um, the Davros Grin reappears. Well, now, look at that. That's a fully functional graph with a sail and everything. Yeah, we made that. Oh, sorry. Everybody well, helped. Done. I helped a little bit. We tried to catapult first. It was pretty funny. It kind of hurt. <laughs> Not going to lie. I should have picked a bouncier tree. That was on me. I'm sorry about that. So, who has the tokens? Well, well everybody we has some kind do. of token. See, I was thinking... I run over and I, like, put my token, like, we're both holding onto it now. I'm like, just let's go with this. We all have one. We all have tokens. We're all holding onto a token. This feels intimate. I'm not sure about this. <laughs> he just looks back and forth between Craig and Pygmalion a good deal and sees... They're both holding... Are you holding on to the... I am holding on to the token. You're both holding on to the same token. Loophole. <laughs> Do you say that out loud? Yes. He chuckles. <laughs> Thank you all very much for coming here today. May... Would you remind me of your names once again? I'm Piper. Harmony. Well, I'm Pygmalion, but I'm kind of trying to get it started, like Pig for short. It's not going over real well, though, but, like, run it by your focus group. You tell me if you <laughs> like it. You don't got to call me nothing. It's all right. Tony Frogmouth. <laughs> Greg Smith. The dwarven woman raises her hand. Helena Rowntree. The human with the beard. Leaf Morningfall. For real. Uh, the human woman wearing glasses. Katrina Ashglade. Uh, Fast Off Minge, the, the, the halfling. Wow, y'all mama's drank, huh? <laughs> Kayleen Cornwallis says the half-orc. Wonderful. Well, thank you all very much for coming here today. You should be hearing back from me within a week. He waves his hand again, and the door reappears. This will take you back from whence you came. Uh, please feel free to stick around as long as you wish. But oh, uh, bear in mind, I do have another group coming here sir, in I'm, the I'm next hour. Sir, uh, sorry, okay. sir. Yes? Do we gotta hold on to these? Oh, no, no, no. You can put those back oh, in the box. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> At the same time, we both put them down <laughs> in the box. <laughs> I'm not so good at keeping track of things. That's why I gotta wear scabbards. Or else I'd, le- I'd lose these dang things. Can Tawny pocket the token? You sure can. Make me... Are you trying to be sneaky about it? I'm just straight up wondering if I can just... Could I have it? Did you just want to like, just put it in your pocket? She puts it in her mouth. <laughs> Catch it by surprise. <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> Tawny coin mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You put the coin in your pocket. Bank mouth. (laughs) (laughs) The door has reappeared. Uh, Tony, you pocket your coins. Um, He did say take as long as you want, but he's got another group coming here in an hour. Well, this is a pretty beach, but hmm, maybe I should get going. Hey, before you guys go, before all of you go, it, it was nice to meet all of you. Um, says Katrina, just kind of waving in, in a half circle. Oh, it's nice to meet you, too. I'm waving with the exact same amount of vigor as her, no more, no less. <laughs> I'm gauging it very carefully. <laughs> I will remind you, and I don't know if this is a, a cue Pygmalion has not picked up on, but she is blind. 
Oh. Hence the, the glasses and the joke about not being able to see. She oh. Has, she hasn't. <laughs> I love it. Good stuff. Well. I thought she just had, like, aviators. <laughs> and tasteless sense of humor. I didn't hear it, so I just laughed. <laughs> I'm afraid to be different. <laughs> well, I'm gonna hang out a bit longer. Might put my feet in the water. You're welcome to stay with me. I do like the beach. I'm going to try to be friends with the seagull before I leave here. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. You Thank watch you. out for those seagulls. Craig, make me an animal handling check. Don't know. We'll keep rolling this until Craig has a seagull pet, <laughs> or until the hour has passed. Yes. About what time is it? it? That is an eight. About 18. what time of day is it? Nice. It's, it's like mid-afternoon. Oh, okay. Then I have time. 18. Craig, using some of the rations that you found in the washed-up backpack, you are able to convince a seagull to land near you, at which point you take a little piece of bread out. Your arm is up with your palm down. You put the bread on the back of your hand, and the seagull does... on top of your arm. It's... Its talons do hurt a little bit, but that's the price you pay for friendship. I'm gonna call you Talon. <laughs> and kind of My sentiments exactly. It pecks the bread off of your hand. I would like to go back through the door with this seagull. Okay. Are you walking? How quickly are you walking? Is it like a normal pace or... Whatever keeps this bird on my arm. Like Andante. Okay. So you take you take the first step and it kind of shifts around as birds are wont to do. I just keep putting more bread on my hand. I'm like, please stay. I love you already. You have such an interesting taste in people. Alright, um, so, as you walk very slowly, continuing to put pieces of bread on your hand, you walk back through the doorway and to your home. Thank goodness. Is there anything else anyone would like to do before we leave the beach? I am straight chillin'. Straight chillin'? Just vibing. Yeah, I would say the same. Um, Piper just sort of closes her eyes and feels the water on her feet and just sort of thinks deeply to try to recover from all of the social interaction today. <laughs> I don't think Harmony has ever thought deeply in her life, but other than that, it was a similar action. <laughs> nice. Tommy's seeing if Pygmalion would like to go and look for cool rocks at the li- at the waterfront. Okay, play it out for me. <laughs> well, I could look for them for you as you're too tall to kind of see things really clearly from my <laughs> No, 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 like but start from I... the beginning. Initiate the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to live the part. Well, I think I'm about to head out if there's nothing else. Ma'am, can I stop you really quick? Do you... Oh, is this one of those religious pitches? Because I don't really... Oh, all right. Sorry. Do you want to look at some rocks? (laughs) Yeah? I mean, I could pick them and then hold them up to you, and then maybe you could see them. Can't reach that high, but we could... It's kind of a two-person. I'm pretty high up here, high altitude. (laughs) It's kind of a two-person situation here. (laughs) I could find some rocks and then hand them to you, and you could see the rocks, and we could both see some rocks. Okay. A rock is kind of like the earth's sword, if you think about it. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. I'm also trying to gather colors for inspiration on account of the whole weaving. Nice. So the two of you... I'm not going to make you roll anything. The two of you... <laughs> roll to rock. Roll for friendship. Rock and roll. Search of rocks. <laughs> roll. I, roll. I just almost fell over in my chair from there. 
If I didn't have more things that needed to happen in this first session, that would be the perfect cut. Um, so just just think about that and say it again in like 15 minutes, all right? Okay. Cool. That's good. I'll set the um, alarm. No, 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 no. Randomly. I will cue you. Okay. <laughs> he just wants to show me his alarm because I made him turn it off before we started recording. That's true. So you gather some rocks. You hang out for a little bit after, uh, after like 45 minutes. Uh, you remember that some people still need this beach run, um, and you each walk back through the door to, to your own homes. Um, <laughs> Harmony and Piper, are you just hanging out in that time? Yeah, just, just walking back and forth on, like, the part where, like, right where the water comes up so I, my feet get splashed. Nice. I've, like, built a little seat of sand, you know, how one does. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And after that time, you too also head back through the door. And for the next couple of days, that's it. Craig is teaching his seagull friend, Talon, about his religion, showing him some cool scars, and <laughs> domesticating him Make as best as he can. A third animal handling check for domestication. <laughs> Domestication. Ooh, that's already an 18. And I don't think I get any better than that. So 18. <laughs> Let me double check real quick. Um, yeah, I definitely I mean, don't. I have zero on animal handling. Hey, uh, so, <laughs> against all odds, this seagull takes a liking to you. An unlikely friendship. <laughs> unlikely animal friendship. It's like, when, it's like when your 65-year-old father takes in the dog and he's like, I don't want a dog, and then... He is best friends with the dog. Except That's Craig it. very openly wants he a sheep. <laughs> You're like, let me tell you the good news of Illmater. And its head just kind of cocks a little bit. Honestly, You're like, sweet, I'm in. Honestly, the seagull was more like, I don't want a Craig. But <laughs> Yeah, it's backwards. <laughs> Sorry, I'm living through my character of I want a pet seagull. <laughs> So for the next couple of days, that's it. Tawny, you did manage to pocket that uh, coin seemingly nice. with no repercussions. You and Pygmalion found some cool rocks. Both of you, know, you both took some home with you as a nice memento. <laughs> Harmony and Piper, you returned back to your homes just a, a little bit more well-rested, or relaxed at least, than, than when you left. A couple days later, another letter arrives... And we're going to start with Pygmalion. I, I open it. Um, <laughs> you open it, and it reads something along the lines of, uh, Dear Pygmalion, thank you very much for your interest in the Raven's Hill project. I get this far and I go, oh no. <laughs> we had a good deal of incredibly qualified applicants. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> And hate to inform you... No, no. ...that you have not been selected. Hey, this is very casual. All right, I guess it's back to opening jars and everything. Um, your contact information will be kept uh, for future experiments. Um, oh, beans. You didn't even get put on the waiting list. Not even deferred. <laughs> uh, once again, thank you for your interest. It was a pleasure to meet you. And we wish you all the best. I have grad school applications in like two days. You're making me very nervous. Listen, I'm in the middle of internship applications and I've gotten a couple. We regret to inform you. 
P.S. That catapult was hilarious. It, it was supposed to be functional, but I'm glad y'all had a good time. Do you think it's because you didn't fill out anything on the clipboard? I did the bear question. I literally did the bear minimum. Wow! I can't believe I still have to keep doing this. Wow! That was another good one. Um, Piper, you read through yours, and it is very similar. Um, and so is Harmony's hey. and Craig's and Tawny's and for the next month you go about your lives Harmony you continue to review and promote clubs uh, Piper you continue to camp camp and, and figure out life on your own Mm-hmm. Craig, you and your new seagull buddy, Talon. <laughs> I have now tied a, a... My holy symbol is a red w- ribbon, and I have also tied, like, a red handkerchief-looking ribbon around around him loosely. <laughs> I think that seagull is ordained. Two of you hang out. Um, Pygmalion, you try to find your place uh, in the world. And, Tawny, you get working on a... Beautiful uh, piece of art. Is it a blanket? It is a blanket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and about a month later, it was. Your memory of it is that it was a fun time. And uh, I don't know. I guess it was nice to do, even just just the one time. Until one morning, another letter on. Familiar stationery arrives to each of you, stating that due to overwhelming interest in the Ravens Hill project, a second location is being opened. <laughs> Ravens Hill project. Uh, two! <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> it would be my greatest honor if you would join us for what I am now calling the Fellwood branch of the Raven's Hill experiment. You don't have to answer right away. Take some time to think about it. I request that you get your answer back to me within the next three days. Either way, thank you very much. It was a pleasure to meet you, and I hope to see you again very soon. Davros Bryn. Take your time, but only if it's three days. Now, is this just a Pygmalion? All of you, all five. The rest of the rest of this podcast is one on ones between Jono and Theodore. I wait for Percy, the boy from the village that I give meat to. to Absolutely, and (laughs) and I I should just—I want to clarify for the sake of phrasing. When you say give meat to, these are things that you have hunted, hunted, and and butchered, and I am giving them to him to give to someone else. Certainly, you also give meat to the boy. No, no, (laughs) no, just a boy. And I give him a letter also. (laughs) And it says that yes, I will join the. Thing. Me and Talon will join. <laughs> Amazing. That's my ESA. <laughs> Percy opens the letter, like, why are you telling me this? You did give guy. it directly to Percy. <laughs> oh, I I just imagine these letters were showing up. I don't think the US, the fantasy USPS knows where I live. <laughs> oh no, they're just showing up. 
Yeah. Um, one bit of flavor that I totally forgot to add um, earlier is that when y'all filled out your applications, it was like in care of Davos Brand, and when you affixed the stamp onto your your application, um, it just kind of rolled up into nowhere, um, and just sort of magically went on its way. So you can give it to Percy. Or you can just do that again. I will. It's. It will not affect the story either way. Or will it? No. no. <laughs> I'm going to imagine Craig does not know how that worked. He just saw it happen, so he's going to be like, "Here, Percy, give it to Fantasy USPS." Okay. You mean FUSPS? Yeah, FUSPS. <laughs> Thanks, Percy. And- Thanks for doing this for me all these years. I mean, you're the one who is helping us, like, eat and stuff, so thank you. By the way... And he's a veteran. That's a weird bird. <laughs> thank you. And he just kind of nods um, and walks away. <laughs> what about the rest of you? Piper will also say yes and affix the stamp. <laughs> yeah, I'll join. I'm in. I turn it over and I write on the back of the same stationery. Yeah, all right. Kindliest regards, Pygmalion. Parentheses. Quotation mark. Pig. <laughs> quotation mark. Close parentheses. Stop trying to make pig happen. It's not good. Okay, but I thought about it and it's pig with a Y in the middle and that is cute. That is cute. I don't. You can't see. Okay. Tony's got like. This letter and the flyer for the next nearby crap show in like either hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> but she she returns the letter to Davros and says, <laughs> And several days later a familiar door appears outside each of your homes. Uh, for the sake of expediency, as you walk through, y'all find yourselves in a vast sprawling plane um there are approximately is it like delta or what (laughs) you in a large sprawling grassland there are like a dispensary a couple dozen other people uh around y'all maybe maybe 40 or so um and in front of all of you, addressing you, is the same tall blue figure you already knew as Davros Brin. Welcome to Fellwood, everybody. I think we're going to do some excellent work here. He continues to explain uh, some of the specifics of this experiment, which I will be sending to y'all later, or maybe we'll just go over it in the next episode. Who knows? I'm sure people would love <laughs> to know. Could be both. Um, Could be both. Telling you about how you will be building this utopia, this ideal society, from the ground up. It will be a creation of yours. It is your own that... All of you will be working on and collaborating together. And he truly believes that with a little bit of hard work and a lot of cooperation and compromise and maybe some difficult conversations, this is going to be something that will last. 
He does his thing where he vanishes again. Oh, dang, I had a question. And <laughs> <laughs> leaves y'all to get set up, promising that he will be back the following day um, to check up and answer some questions. But right now, it's, it's time to just kind of get ingratiated with each other, learn about each other, and begin planning for what is going to be perhaps the greatest project he has ever worked on. As the fantasy camera pans out, we see all of you all um, beginning to chat and mingle. Some of you are looking around lost, and others are a little scared, which is fine, because this is a big thing. Pans back and back further until we begin to see snow. Um, we are on top of a nearby mountain, looking down at all of you smaller than ants, just barely noticeable from so high up. And a single, lightly scaled foot, so light you can barely see it against the snow, steps into frame, crushing the, the snow into a uniquely draconic footprint. Camera pans up, and you see a dragon older than you thought possible as a slight grin begins to creep across its scaly features. Oh no, that's not good. And I think that's where we're going to end today. Theo, what was that funny thing you said earlier about collecting rocks on the, the beach and how I wasn't going to make you do a check for it? Let's get ready to rock and roll. <laughs> Let's get ready to rock and roll indeed. Oh, wowie. So thank you all for listening. This was the pilot episode of Goofballs and Goblins. And uh, I hope you had as much fun as we did. Uh, once again, I am Jono. You can find me on Twitter at MammalJono. That's M-A-M-M-E-L-J-O-N-O. And my players are... Ethan Bingaman. You can find me at DoodleWaluigi <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> You're really just going to say that in front of God and everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm Finn. You can find me at Caution Rat on Twitter. I'm Theo. You can find me on... I should probably spell mine, too. Huh? <laughs> on Twitter, I am T-W-A-M-P-U-S-Z-Y-C, as well as on PettyTheftPodcast.com. I'm Rachel. I just spilled water all over Theo's carpet. I'm really sorry. Um, you leave a clean spot. You can find me on Twitter... At Rachel Likes DND, the letter N. <laughs> I am Laura. You can find me on Twitter at Laura underscore M underscore beer. That is B as in boy, I E R. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goofballs and Goblins is a production of Petty Theft Podcasts and Maked with Good Intentions. Executive produced by Rachel Butala, Isaac Greenwich, John O'Mammel, and Theodore Wampuzik. Find more at pettytheftpodcasts.com. Like the show and want to help other people discover it? Leave us a review wherever you found this podcast. Not only will it help other people find us, but it will make us genuinely happy. Questions? Comments? Want to correct my pronunciation of something? Tweet us at GNGCast. That's G, the letter N, G, cast. And while you're there, consider following us to keep up to date on our shenanigans. 
And now, here's what I think an Aarakocra sounds like. Hey, I'm walking here!